Good morning and welcome to another Asia Gaming Brief podcast. My name is Felix Ng, I'm the Asia Editor of Asia Gaming Brief. And today I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Jaeon Che, a lecturer at Swansea University and an expert in South Korean outbound tourism. We're going to be talking about what the future South Korean outbound traveler will be looking for now that they're out traveling again, and what Asia's IR industry needs to do to stay within their sights. Jaeon, it's great to have you here today. Can we just start with a bit of background about yourself? Um, as I understand, you not only have a background in tourism research, but you've also done quite a bit of work in Macau gaming as well. Hello, Felix. Thanks so much for the invitation. Um, I actually briefly lived in Macau for two years, and I did some research on gaming um, and tourist behavior in Macau. And I also actually researched on how Macau casinos can be very similar to religious pilgrimage for Chinese tourists. So really? I was like, yeah, it's quite a bit <laughs> wild. But yeah, I, I've been very interested in Chinese and Korean um, tourist behavior in Macau and that has been just fascinating. So I'm really happy to hear if I can share anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and um, great that you have that, that interest and experience in both Chinese and Korean outbound tourism because, you know, I'd, I'd say these two, are probably the hottest markets for integrated resorts throughout Asia. Um, and especially with China and the zero COVID policy that's been ongoing, you know, there, there really isn't a lot of uh, opportunity from that side of things. So uh, I think, uh, you know, a lot of operators are looking at South Korean uh, outbound tourists. Um, the, the recent reopening of borders and, and, the, and the doing away with quarantine, um, Will certainly help that so i'd really love to hear from you today about you know what all that looks like um and, and how that will um what opportunity that's going to bring to our industry um so let's just let's just start by getting into the, the meat of things here um, the topic is south korea so for the uninitiated what has been the outbound tourist situation there over the last two and a half years very good question Felix. Um, so we've been basically blocked to, blocked from going to any Asian countries because their borders are shut. But luckily, um, European destinations open a little bit earlier than um, Asian countries. So South Koreans have been going to Europe in the past two years. So um, we had to uh, do 14-day quarantine on our return. But even with that cost, Koreans have been going to Europe in the past two years. Right. Sustain, um, even in the post-COVID time, that's what experts say. Right. So even with the quarantine, and they're, they're still willing to go, but but you know, obviously the numbers would have dropped. Do you, do you have any uh, ideas of what that what those outbound numbers looked like in the last two years? Um, I don't have exact numbers, but yeah, numbers were dropping. But from this year, April, uh, the quarantine um, the quarantine rule is uh, lifted. So mm. South. I've been going to Europe and USA actually even more from last month, April. So right, yeah. so it's just been it's been growing and growing, and and it is to be expected. So um, you mentioned Europe and the US. Um, where where exactly in in Europe and the US have they been going to? Have they been going to Asia at all? Um, not Asian countries just yet. But for US, Los Angeles has been the most popular destinations for South Korean to go. Right. Uh, here and Hawaii for honeymooners. And for Europe, France, Switzerland, Italy, and Spain. 
but um, Switzerland, especially people have been going to Switzerland more from last year because of uh, the mountain walking and, you know, it's easy to social distance and people are more interested in nature and walking. So people have been going to Switzerland for walking. And also France. France has been interesting because traditionally and pre-COVID times, Koreans would go to France for shopping and, you know, city sizing. But during pandemic time, they would go to like small towns in southern France and do their own things and also go for walking. So that the, they've been going to France anyways, but the activities have been changing. And so people are not very into like city and shopping anymore, but more interested in the nature part right. of France. So that, that definitely makes sense for, for Europe. Um, very, very beautiful uh, landscapes and, and things and a lot, lot of hiking. Uh, what about Los Angeles? That seems kind of like the this very city feel to it. So what's been the draw for them to go to Los Angeles then? Yeah, it's also, I actually, I also lived in Los Angeles for a few, a couple of years, but Koreans have such connection with uh, Los Angeles because there's so many Koreans living there and, you know, Cape Town, and we see Los Angeles on TV like all the time. <laughs> so I think people just, just feel like they have to go to Los Angeles before they die at least once or something. So yeah, people have been interested in Los Angeles. I think because of really mass media, TV shows and movies and also Cape Town, and some of the restaurants in Cape Town actually have better Korean food than Seoul. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, so I have to I have to visit Cape Town next time I go. Uh, my my wife is actually from Los Angeles, so uh, pre-pandemic we used to go once a year. So yeah, I mean I I actually have never been to Cape Town before in Los Angeles, so I definitely have to check that out. Yeah, I can tell you better. Like, their Korean barbecues are actually better than Korean barbecues in Seoul. Oh, <laughs> then I definitely need to go. I love Korean barbecue. <laughs> okay, so so there's there's quite a few different places that they've gone to. Um, and, and you, you you kind of touched on this a little bit. They they wanted to stay away from the cities. They wanted the more nature hiking uh, experience. Can you go uh, a little bit further into that? Like, what trends or, or what commonalities have you noticed from this outbound traveler over the last two years, and, and what are they interested in? Yeah, they've been definitely interested more like nature and walking, but also uh, before pandemic, people are. You know, Koreans are very interested in going to famous places and popular destinations, but people are having a little bit changing and they're looking for more meanings and they look for places, activities that actually means to them for healing and therapy and wellness and well-being. So um, people have been changing um, their behavior and prepare the activities, kind of focusing on themselves instead of going to popular famous places. So that has been um, right. changing. And instead of going to like a capital cities, they go to like, you know, just small towns to kind of relax. Mm. So that has been changing. And, and what about, um, the, and, and this is what's happening in, in China, Chinese travelers. They, a lot of them are wanting this, uh, you know, to, to really become one with the culture of the country that they're visiting. So say you went to uh, Cambodia, you'd want to really just get into the, the, the the culture of things you want to eat the food that they're eating uh, and this seems to be a trend that uh, that's coming up in, in chinese outbound tra travelers is that the same for koreans as well yeah very similar i mean people know chinese people are foodies but south Kore koreans are foodies as well but i think it's kind of like quite hidden right but koreans mm. all koreans are foodies actually and they when they go to destinations they make sure to have local food and local cuisines but 
but but they will not go to the small alleys to find authentic restaurants right generally speaking korean tourists don't like to go to this you know dirty streets or you know go to the back alleys yeah no 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 they like (laughs) to go really clean air conditioned again like a fine dining kind of places and especially koreans they only have eight days for annually per year on average they really have a really short uh, vacation time so they want to make sure spend money and have a, you know kind of luxurious experiences and it's even more now so um mm. they look for local food and cuisines but they want air-conditioned nice um you know like a settings so Again, Macau has really smart approaches for South Korean tourists. All these integrated resorts, they have a local cuisines within the casino property, like egg tart mm. um, in Venetian and, you know, all this uh, street food in Galaxy. So yes. I think that's kind of right approach to Korean. And they have like street food vendors within casino property in their garden. So. I think they kind of worked pretty well for Macau. Right. Okay. Interesting. An interesting uh, uh, point about the very little annual leave. I didn't realize how how little that they they had. Does that mean that in that eight days they typically come to one country and spend the entire t- eight days, or, or maybe it's six days because of travel, but within that country, do they do they travel from? Do they tend to travel from hotel to hotel or explore different regions of the same country, or do they really just stay in one hotel? and one place what, what does it look typically look like i think pre-covid time or even you know even before people used to go on a, like a package tour go to like three countries within eight days right like macau hong kong and you know germany and Croatia, all these things but the, i think that's changing people's trying to stay in one place more but hotel wise i think they try to like like a move around to experience the hotels and take pictures and make sure to you know include on their social media mm. so hotels, i don't think they like to stay in one place they like to stay in multiple several places. places but in the one country so that they can maybe it's they, they can really absorb as much as they can from that one place and maybe the next year they go somewhere else and, and try something else new right exactly. yeah, and mm. also- for social media as well. For social media, of, what what what's the what's the main uh, social media channel that they use in in Korea? I've read that um, YouTube has been the most popular um, channel, but also we have Naver. Have you heard of Naver? Yes, That's yes, yeah, Naver. Yep. Mm. Korean Google, right? So they write Naver blogs, and that has been the most, also one of the most popular like, venue to share and get information from. Whenever I travel, even in Europe, I go to Naver.com mm. and put. Croatia or Spain and I see Korean blogs and they have like all kinds of details and it's just amazing they even point you to go to these places and what to order and actually that's very important for Koreans they have such a short vacation time before they go they research on restaurants and cafes and particular menus what to order right information and goals so it's it's really important to so maybe a little bit less impulsive and a little bit more like we got to just make sure we got everything lined up so we make the most of our time right yeah this cannot happen you know you cannot make you know you cannot all the wrong dish you know everything has to be you know planned and perfect yeah that sounds like sounds like my in-laws actually (laughs) (laughs) are they korean (laughs) no but they 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 might as well be (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so that's also fascinating to me, like write all these uh, menus and prices and people research on this for their travel plans. Mm, mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, um, and just maybe just to round all this off, um, you know, like let's say I was a I was a integrated resort operator uh, somewhere in Asia, maybe Vietnam, maybe it's Cambodia, or maybe it's Macau. Um, what would be your top tip for me if I'm interested in the South Korean outbound tourist? What what would be uh, what would you tell me is this thing I need to know? Number one, you have to find this influence on neighbor.com and YouTube and approach them and invite them for fam tour or something. Fam tour blogs and blogs are powerful, powerful, powerful for South Korean market. So I think finding these influencers on neighbors.com neighbors and YouTube is crucial step. Because if these places don't exist on neighbor.com blogs or vlogs, people wouldn't really you know, people would question. So it's really important to have this by influencers in Korea. Right. Uh, okay. So it's like, it's like, if you're not on the first page of Google, you don't exist basically. Yeah. 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 Neighbor, you gotta be there. You gotta That's, be there on neighbor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Excellent Any, advice. Is, is there anything else that you would suggest? Yeah. And even though Koreans are foodies and they like to have a local food and cuisines within the, the hotel property, they do need the Korean food daily. So they'll have a, like lunch for local cuisine, but they need Korean dinner. So there are so many like a traveler friendly Korean food packages and they'll bring it to the hotel for sure. And most of the packages need microwave. So I don't know how it works with uh, um, safety um, rules in hotels, but Koreans need a microwave or like small kitchen or small bowls. That's that's really important for Koreans. But or like Venetian in Macau, they actually have a Korean restaurant within the casino hotels, and all Koreans can go. They don't have to carry this food, so that mm -hmm. out. So okay. Korean yeah, so they will mix up the local food and Korean food, but they need the Korean food daily. For so dinner. That, yeah, yeah. So mm. that's, that's Okay, really... so experimental at lunch, uh, Korean traditional for dinner. Okay, yeah. right. All right, um, well, it's, it's been really fun talking to you. Uh, and, and I just wanted to mention as well that you will be joining us at the ASEAN Gaming Summit in July. And that's 25th to 27th. So um, very, very keen to, to talk to you further. Um, you'll be part of a workshop that will be discussing, um, you know, all the trends relating to outbound tourism across a number of different geographies. So you're, you're, uh, you'll be obviously talking about South Korea and sharing some of the same things that we talked about today, but there'll be more as well. So um, very keen to have you uh, with us in July. Thanks so much for um, this really fun chat and uh, the invitation to the conference as well. It was so enjoyable to uh, talking with you about South, South Koreans. And I hope uh, there is another opportunity to update you about South Korean um, tourist behavior. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, so July is the one, is the one to, to wait for. Um, we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you again. Thank you, Felix. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. And that was Dr. Jayeon Che, lecturer at Swansea University and a South Korean outbound tourism expert. Jayeon will be joining us at the ASEAN Gaming Summit from July 25 to 27 this year in Manila. Um, get your tickets at aseangaming.com. Hope to see you there and thanks for listening to an AGB podcast.